The Public News Service Daily Newscast for July the 28th, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. Calling it a clear and present danger, President Joe Biden announced new measures to make communities more resilient against climate change. But some environmental groups say it is still not enough. Tracy Sabetta with Moms Clean Air Force in Ohio says it would allow Biden to use executive powers to combat climate change. It's an unprecedented failure to not invest in a safe and healthy future for our kids. And the Biden administration must use every tool at their disposal to reduce climate pollution that is directly threatening our children's health. Those actions could include halting crude oil exports to reduce emissions and directing federal investments towards renewable energy projects. Opponents of such measures have cited economic concerns. However, here in Ohio, a new report found that the impacts of climate change will cost communities between 2 and $6 billion each year by 2050. That's a 26 to 82 percent increase from 2019. Mary Sherman reporting. And California's new budget expands CalFresh benefits to low-income undocumented people aged 55 and over. Advocates are looking to build on that progress. The Food for All initiative wants to remove restrictions on age or immigration status. State Assemblymember Miguel Santiago praises the governor and legislature for the expansion, but says it's unacceptable that some families still go hungry in California, the fifth largest economy in the world. We were able to succeed in getting 55 and above who are undocumented into the CalFresh program. That's just one step of a longer fight to feed people. Norris, California, estimates that CalFresh keeps nearly 700,000 Californians out of poverty every year, including more than 300,000 children. The expansion will benefit 75,000 undocumented seniors, but 690 to 840,000 Californians remain ineligible for CalFresh solely due to their immigration status. I'm Suzanne Potter. Now from NBC News, in an unexpected breakthrough, Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia reversed his opposition to quickly moving a broader filibuster-proof bill Wednesday, announcing he will support a package. Manchin announced the agreement in a joint statement with the Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York. The deal represents a major breakthrough for elements of President Joe Biden's agenda that appear to be all but dead. According to CNN, the measure would invest $369 billion in energy and climate change programs with the goal of reducing carbon emissions by 40% by the year 2030. The statement said the package will be paid for by closing tax loopholes on wealthy individuals and large corporations. This is PNS. In early August, fall registration opens at several South Dakota locations that offer a national program geared for grade school-age kids. Girls on the Run is a nonprofit that built this youth development curriculum. It's carried out by roughly 200 councils in North America, with trained volunteer coaches leading spring and fall seasons. Yasmina Nelson is the program coordinator in South Dakota. She says they want to help this age group navigate new situations they encounter, such as bullying. We want the girls to understand that who they are is very unique and special, and that they should be confident in who they are and their unique abilities. This after-school activity lasts for 10 weeks, capping the season off with a non-competitive celebratory 5K run. There is a registration fee, but organizers say they're willing to work with families on overcoming any cost barriers to ensure access to the program. I'm Mike Moen. 
and Kate Merlin's two kids could not play outside nearly half of last summer at their camp. That's because ground-level ozone reached levels considered dangerous for their developing lungs. Merlin is an attorney with Wild Earth Guardians and part of a broad-based effort to push Colorado Governor Jared Polis to do more to rein in oil and gas industry emissions, the biggest contributor to ozone smog. She says Colorado's children don't deserve to live in a state where they can't breathe the air outside in the summer. The problem is is that these regulations have been insufficient to actually reduce the amount of ozone pollution in our state to an acceptable level where it's not endangering the health of our children. The Northern Front range has been violating EPA thresholds for ozone ever since they were created in 2008, and the agency recently announced it would downgrade the state from serious to severe violators. I'm Eric Galatis. Finally, Nadia Romligon tells the stigma around mental health and lack of resources available in Spanish means that many of North Carolina's Latino community are going without needed resources. Camino Health Center wants to change that. They're launching an effort to spread the word about Spanish-speaking therapists and counselors available to residents in the Charlotte region. Dr. Carolina Benitez runs the Behavioral Health Clinic at Camino. She says language is the number one barrier Latino residents face. I know that the number of therapists who can speak Spanish who are fully bilingual is small. That is actually great need within this community and, and actually throughout the state. And- The number of mental health facilities offering treatment in Spanish declined by more than 17 percent between 2014 and 2019. This is by Clifford for Public News Service. We are a member and listener supported. We're heard on great radio stations, your favorite podcast platform. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.